It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Jello, everybody! Yes, it's the new gay family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, brought to you by the Jello family of desserts. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jello family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jello family. That's Jello. Yum, yum, yum. Jello puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jello cup. Fiocca puddings. Yes, sir. And now. And now we bring you Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers, it's late afternoon and George Cooper's on his way home from the bank. He just got his car out of Miller's garage where he left it to be overhauled. And he's on his way to Sally's beauty parlor where he left Liz to be overhauled. Uh, He's pulled to a stop by an attractive girl standing on the corner. my way, baby. Oh, hi, George. Oh, oh, I didn't know it was you, Liz. (laughs) You pulled that same old corny joke for the last ten years when you've picked me up. (laughs) Well, it always gets a rise out of you. Well, not today. Hey, come on, get in. Oh, I'm trying. Oh, What are you doing, Liz? Well, you can't open the door with your elbows. Use your hands. I can't. My nail polish isn't dry yet. (laughs) And that happens. Well, you know, um, you're not being very much help. Well, I'm thinking. Um, we'll try using your teeth. Oh, just skip it. Just drive on home and I'll run along behind you. The breeze will dry my polish. <laughs> I'm just kidding you, honey. Here, I'll open the door for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> George, before we were married, you would have leapt out of the car, sprinted around to the other side, and swung open the door for me. Well, that was ten years ago. If I did that today, I'd have a heart attack. If you did that today, I'd have a heart attack. Well, you're in a good mood. Oh, I'm sorry, George, but while I was in the beauty parlor, Sally told me some very disturbing news. (gasps) There's a strike at the henna factory. No, it was really something very serious. Now, who do you think is giving a Halloween party and is not inviting us? Elsa Maxwell? If you're gonna be a smart aleck, I won't tell you. Okay. I mean it, I won't tell you. It's okay by me. Begging will get you nowhere. Well, all right, I'll tell you. It's the Atterberries. They're having a costume party Halloween night and they did not invite us. What? Yes, it's true, so help me. Well, I don't believe it. Well, who told you such a thing? Sally, my beauty operator. Uh, Well, I might have known. How does Sally find out everything? I don't know, but I think she has a wire recorder hidden in the (laughs) hairdryer. But she's always right. Oh, ridiculous. What reason would the Atterberries have for not inviting us to their party? Well, I thought you might know. Everything all right at the bank? Well, certainly. Oh, this just doesn't make any sense. We, well, we probably just haven't received our invitations yet. Hmm. I'll bet they'll be in the morning mail. Well, if it isn't, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah, what's that? I'm going to RSVP without being A-S-K-E-D. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
come and eat your breakfast and stop looking for the mailman. You're pushing your nose out of shape on the window. No, I'm not, George. I mean, no, I'm not, George. Why doesn't that mailman come? Well, maybe because it's only 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, Mr. Nagley is usually here by the... Oh, I know the answer. It's Katie's day off. He usually starts at the other end of the route, so she gives him his breakfast coffee. Ah, smart operator. Say, how's Katie doing with him? Making any headway? Oh, yes. She's gotten him to the lap-setting stage. No. <laughs> yes, he finally agreed to sit on her lap. <laughs> he sits on her lap? Well, he's so small, George, she'd squash him. <laughs> oh, darn it, where is he? This is our last chance. If this invitation doesn't come this morning, we will know the Atterbury's deliberately snubbed us. Uh, look, Liz, if the Atterbury's want to give a party and not ask us, well, it's their business. They probably have a very good reason. Well, there couldn't be a good reason for not asking us. We're their best friends. They couldn't do a thing like that to us, George. Well, we've given parties without asking them. Well, that was different. We had a very good excuse. All right, I can't argue with that kind of feminine logic. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you only have a beauty operator's rumor that they're giving a party at all. Oh, no, George. I checked on it. I had Katie call the Atterbury's maid last night. They are having a party. Well, I don't understand it. Oh, oh, there's Mr. Nagley. Your breakfast is getting cold. I'm not hungry. Mr. Nagley, am I glad to see you? Really? Well, I always look forward to seeing you, too. Oh, well... Thank you. May I please have our mail? Is, uh, Katie home? No. May I have our mail? You know, Mrs. Cooper, I like Katie. Hmm. <laughs> someday, if things go well, maybe she'll let me put my stamp on her envelope. Um, uh, Mr. Negley, will you please give us our mail? I'd love to change her zone number to mine, but she's really too good for me. She's first-class matter. Yes, can I please have my... Uh, She's better than that. She's airmail special delivery. Well, I'm sure she is. Register. <laughs> Look, Mr. Negley, I hope you and Katie settle down and raise a lot of little postcards. But right now, will you please give me our mail? Oh, yes. Uh, I do have a letter for you somewhere here. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. I'll take it. Um, oh. Well, you see, Grabby, you've only got half of it. It, it serves you right. Well, let's see. This might, this might be it. Let's see. You are cordially invited. What's the other half say? To bring your car home for service. Oh. Great. Isn't there another letter for us in there? Mm, no, that's all. Maybe you made a mistake. Please! There isn't a man in postal service who sorts his mail more carefully than Harrison Q. Negley. Well, I I'm sorry, but let me take a look. Maybe it's stuck down in there somewhere. Uh, take your hands off my mailbag! Mr. Negley, this is more important than you think! You're tampering with the U.S. mail! Oh! Now look what you've done! It's all unsorted. Heaven knows what you've done with my fragiles. 
Why didn't I stay in parcel post? Oh, I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Nagley, but I thought for sure there'd be a letter in there from Mrs. Atterbury. I'll help you sort No, no, just leave me alone. And if you're talking about Miss Atterbury's party, I delivered those invitations last week. And you didn't get one, and I'm glad. Do you hear me? Glad, glad, glad! Goodbye, Mrs. Cooper! Well, Rudolph, curiosity is about to kill the cat. Guess who just called on the phone? Who, Lotus Bud? Liz Cooper. She and George are down at the corner drugstore, and they want to drop by. Oh, Iris, I wanted to watch television. Well, you can't. They're coming over. Uh, you mean I have to miss Hopalong Cassidy? <laughs> this may be the night he gets killed. I guarantee he won't. Now, they'll be here any minute. Help me pick up the papers on the floor, and remember, not a word about the Halloween party. Well, don't worry about me. I'm not the blabbermouth in this family. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see their faces when they find out we're giving a surprise Halloween party for them. <laughs> yeah, and at their house, too. Say, uh, does everyone know what to do? Oh, sure. We're meeting at the Cooper's side door at 8.30 and sneaking in through the kitchen. And then, when they... They... Oh, there they are. Now remember, don't even mention Halloween. <gasps> Liz, girl! George boy! Hi, Iris! George boy! Liz, girl. Hiya, folks. Well, come in, come in. Well, I do hope you don't mind that we came over without an invitation. <laughs> well, that's all right. Um, what's new, Liz? Oh, nothing. <laughs> what's new with you? Nothing. Oh. How about you, Rudolph? Rudolph? Oh, uh, yes, hop along. Oh, oh. I mean, nothing new with me, dear. Nothing new with me either. Nobody asked you. <laughs> um, speaking of the holiday weekend, what are you folks going to do? What holiday weekend? Monday is Halloween. <gasps> Rudolph. Hmm? Monday is Halloween. No! <laughs> yes, it's Halloween where people give parties and everybody comes in costume and you invite your best friends. Huh, sounds like fun. <laughs> Too bad someone isn't giving a party. Oh, Liz. Yes? There's something I've been meaning to ask yes. you. Are you doing anything? Oh, no, not a thing. We'd love to come. What time? Eight o'clock. Oh, fine, fine, fine. Yes, yes. Eight o'clock Wednesday morning, we start collecting newspapers for the Salvation <laughs> Oh! Look, come on, Liz. We better go. Wait a minute, George. Um, it's for such a worthy cause, Iris. Let's not wait until Wednesday. Let's, uh, let's start sooner. Say, uh, Monday night. Uh, well, um, 
Well, I'd like to, dear, but, but, but... Would uh, you like an ashtray for that butt, dear? <laughs> well, well, you see, it's, um... My, my mother, yes, my mother isn't feeling well, and, and we're having dinner with her, yes. Uh, yeah, yes, we always spend Halloween with the old witch. <laughs> well, I'm only trying to help you. <laughs> Don't bother. We do not have to have a brick Atterbury fall on us to get the idea. Come on, George. Good night. Well, now, are you satisfied, George? Yeah, you were right, Liz. I just can't get over it. I, I don't know what to do. Well, I do. While they're having their party, we'll soak their windows and kick over their garbage cans. <laughs> and stick a pin in their doorbell. No, George, I have a better idea. We will give our own Halloween party and invite everyone but the Atterberries. There is not enough room in this town for both of us, George. The Atterberries must go. Oh, say, uh, is it time for dessert? It's too late to make dessert. Wait, it's not too late to make dessert. Never too late anymore because now the Jell-O family of desserts brings you new Jell-O instant pudding that needs no cooking. Just add milk and beet and in minutes, this new busy day dessert is ready to eat. Creamy, nourishing, so delicious, and so quick. You can make it just before dessert time while the children are cleaning the table or let the children make it themselves. It's that easy. New Jell-O Instant Puddings are at your grocer's store now. Stock up with the terrific new busy day dessert, New Jell-O Instant Puddings. And now we go back to the Coopers. There's a certain party in Sheridan Falls who's upset because she hasn't been invited to a certain party. If Liz only knew that the certain party is a surprise party for her, she'd be the most surprised party of all. Well, Liz is determined to get even, so right now she's busy inviting all her friends to an opposition party that she's giving. Hello, Mary. Liz Cooper. Uh, we're giving a Halloween party tomorrow night, and we wondered if you... Well, oh, your mother's sick. Well, some other time. Goodbye. Uh, how you doing, Liz? Well, if the next three couples can come, we'll have six people at the party. <laughs> Doesn't sound like much of a party. Well, we'll keep moving around and make it look like a crowd, George. <laughs> Hello, Betty Ray, Liz Cooper. We're giving a party tomorrow night and... Oh, you can't? Oh, she is? Well, goodbye. Tell your mom I hope she feels better. Another refusal. I don't get it. That makes 14 now. Mm. Must be an epidemic. Sick mother's going around. <laughs> Well, I'll keep trying. Maybe somebody's mother is healthy. I never heard of some... Oh, hello, Margaret. Liz Cooper, I wondered if you and your husband could... Oh, you couldn't? I didn't even ask you yet. <laughs> oh, you heard? Oh, your father's sick, too? Well, goodbye, Margaret. Well, at least she's different. Her father's sick. I bet he caught it from someone's mother. Well, now, don't you care, honey. You and I will have our own little party right here. George, something's awfully wrong. 
Our best friends all turned us down, all of them. Oh, well, forget it, baby. We'll take a course at Arthur Murray's and be successes again. <laughs> oh, it isn't funny. We're social misfits, and we're being shunned by society. Oh, now, don't get carried away. <laughs> well, it's true. First, the Atterbury's, then all our other friends. Making excuses and acting funny, and that's not all. Well, what do you mean? Even the birds left our birdhouse. They always go south this time of year. But they went early. George, there's something horrible the matter with one of us. One of us? Yes, and I know it isn't you because you're just as wonderful as you've ever been. <gasps> it's me, and I'm holding you back. Oh, now, Liz, don't talk like that. George, George, you're my best friend. Is there something even you haven't been able to tell me? Have I been careless about the little things? Well, now that you mention it, <laughs> there is something that I've noticed. What? You've only been taking 30 seconds for your 60-second workout. Oh, George! Oh, how can you make jokes when we're social outcasts? Oh, well, now, honey, it isn't worth oh, crying over. I'm not crying. I don't even care about those people. I hate them. Well, I'm going to call up Atterbury right now and ask him what this is all about. No, he won't tell you. He'd be embarrassed. I know, George. I, I've got it. Let's go to the Atterbury's party. Yeah. Well, have you cracked your crock? Well, don't you see? It's a costume party. No one will know us. And we'll mingle with the other guests and say, isn't it shocking about the Coopers? And when they say in their answer, We'll find out the awful truth. You know, you've got something there, Liz. Oh. But uh, what kind of costume shall we wear? Well, the way we're acting and people are acting, we ought to go dressed as scouts. <laughs> still don't think we ought to go. Uh, these costumes we're wearing are so silly. <clears throat> Two policemen's uniforms and water pistols. You're just mad because you're the sergeant and I'm the lieutenant. Kiss me, sergeant. That's an order. Ah, <laughs> uh, couldn't you have gotten some other costumes? I told you, the only other thing they had was two halves of a horse. Well, what's the matter with that? At least it would have been unusual. Oh, you can say it would. They were both high men. <laughs> George, can't you drive any faster? It's bad enough that we're uninvited, but let's don't be late, too. I'm doing 35. Whoops, there goes another one. Another what? Well, every time a car goes to pass us, the driver sees our cop outfits and slows down. We've got 15 cars behind us. <laughs> well, how do you like that? 
Hey, let's tune in the police calls and play cops and robbers. All right. Which station is it, George? Uh, uh, way down at the end there, dear. Oh, yeah. Calling car 29, car 29. Investigate auto wreck at the corner of L and 8th. If car is not too badly damaged, make offer. The chief is looking for a new car. Oh, great. Watch for robberies in the north side residential district. Thieves in costumes are crashing Halloween parties. Victims report that some are dressed as policemen. Uh-oh! And you had to pick up policemen's uniforms for us. Right? Oh, I don't like the feel of this. Let's just go home. Oh, don't be silly, George. Nobody will bother us. Well, all right. Uh... Oh, no. Pull up with the coin. Now what do we do? He'll think we're those crooks. Well, don't stop. Keep on going. Nothing doing. I'll just have to explain and hope he believes me. No, if he doesn't, we'll be missing the party. Pretend you're a real cop. Liz? Oh, go ahead. I don't say anything. Well, well, well. And why are you two holding up traffic? Oh, excuse me, Lieutenant. I didn't see you. Oh, that's all right. I, I was speaking to the Lieutenant. I apologize, Lieutenant. Oh, uh, oh, that's all right, officer. Drive on, sergeant. <laughs> oh, uh, lieutenant, is there any further news of those masquerading folks? Uh, yeah, no truth to that report. Forget about it. Drive on, sergeant. Attention all cars. Keep special lookout for criminals in masquerade costumes. Drive on, sergeant. Just a minute. I don't remember seeing you two on the force before. Well, uh, uh, you see, we're, we're really plain clothesmen, but our, our plain clothes are being cleaned. I thought so. <laughs> Let me see your credentials. Certainly. Well, what do you know? Must have left them in my plain clothes. <laughs> That's enough. That's all. Oh, no, it isn't. Let me see your credentials. What? You might be the fake one. I can prove I'm a real cop. How? I got a witness. Sergeant? Uh, yes, Lieutenant. <laughs> Sergeant, am I a real cop? Yes, Lieutenant. There you go. Drive on, Sergeant. Just a minute. Just a minute. Let me see your badge. Sheridan Falls Police Force. 158. Huh. Here, take a look at mine now. That's enough. Not so fast. Let me see that. Boast Toasties Junior G-Man. <laughs> well, you see, we're not local cops. But what's the post-toasties business? That's from a serial number. <laughs> all right, all right, you're coming with me. Oh, you really fixed us up, Liz. He'll never take us alive, George. I still got my guns, one squat for each other. Come on, out of the car. Oh, and look, officer, we're not crooks. Uh, my name is George Cooper, and I live at tw uh, 321 Bundy Drive and I'm Vice President of the Sheridan Falls National Bank. Now, if you'll just follow us home, I'll show you plenty of identification. Well, okay, but no funny business. I'll just get in the back seat and go with you. Okay, thank you. Drive on, Sergeant. Oh, cut it out, Liz. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is our house, officer. Well, it better be. 
wait a minute. Look at the side door. There's some figures slipping into our house. Yeah, and they're in costume. Yeah. Uh, we found the game. Shh. Wait a minute. Have you led me into a trap? <laughs> no, no. Believe me, we don't know anything about it. Those people are crooks. And look, they're robbing our house. Oh, what are we going to do? We better call the police. Right. Yeah, we better call the... What? What do you think I am, Western Union? Well, we don't know if you're real or not. Let's not start that again. Shh. They'll hear us. Well, come on. We'll catch them red-handed. Okay. Quiet, everybody. We'll, we'll sneak up to the door. Ready? Now let's rush them. All right, everybody. Hands up. Surprise. Surprise, 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 guards. Iris. Uh, Mr. Atterbury. Liz, girl. George, boy. I knew it. You're all in this together! You mean this is a surprise party for us? Yes! You didn't suspect a thing, did you? No. Oh, no, not a thing. And what wonderful costumes you oh. have. Okay, everybody, hands up! Oh, for goodness sake. Introduce us to your friend, Liz. I can't get over it. A surprise party at all the time. We thought nobody liked us. Now listen to me! Everybody, hands up! Look, look, fella. You made your entrance. The gag's over. Oh, here we have all these wonderful friends, George. And we thought nobody liked us. Hands up! Please! <laughs> look, look, Buster. You're overdoing your act. And take that false face off. You look like Boris Karloff. It's horrible. I'm going to tell my sergeant about this. George, look at this. And we thought nobody liked us. <laughs>